Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We have convened in the dark of night here to discuss the occult sensation Castlevania with your host, Alex Bonilla. I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Madeline Potter. Hello. And Ali Martin. Hello. Tonight, as we will be discussing this show for the first time in a long time. Okay, I'm going to drop this voice. I can't do this for as long as I wanted to. But yeah, we are... It's, it's a harder voice than it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was trying to be very smooth and vampire-like to fit in our new intro, which I made. Brag. I'm going to brag about that. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been a while since Overly Animated has talked about Castlevania. Me and Sam did podcasts on seasons one and two back in October of 2018. You are now listening to Season 3 podcast in March of 2020, so here we are. But if you want to catch up on our previous discussion on this show, you can do that at OverlyAnimated.com. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. And wherever you listen to us, we appreciate ratings and reviews that you want to leave us. But yeah, with the, uh, this show just dropped its third season on Netflix, and we are here to talk about it. Um, you have pro- you have heard my thoughts on Castlevania in general, but um, the, our three co-hosts here, I believe all of them caught up with this pre- pretty recently. So we're going to begin with a, a bit of a non-spoiler discussion about the show in general and season three reactions before we get deeper in, in case you want to hear a general review before you begin watching the show if you haven't already. But um yeah, so let's go with um let's go with Michelle first since I think you're the most recent person to catch up with Castlevania out of the three. <laughs> um, Besides Allie, because Allie literally finished today. No, right? you watched season one and two like two oh, weeks ago. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's what I meant. Like the entire show you have consumed in a very short period of yes. time. Yeah, so I want you to to give me your general thoughts on the show as you were catching up with it. How how are you, how did you feel about it? I mean, I probably never would have touched it if Maddie hadn't been visiting me and been like, yo, we're just going to watch it. We're going to sit down and watch it. Because when you guys would describe it to me, you'd always say like, oh, it's really gory and it has vampires in it. And and those two things together can't pique a person's interest enough, I feel like, casually. But, well, some, but the some thing you neglected to say it was like, this show does not take itself seriously at all. Oh, and the yeah. humor is so good. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I want to tell people. Like, it's a very funny show. <laughs> and, like, just the comedic timing of when they say things, it's just, it's it's disarmingly great just because it's juxtaposed to, like, this really, like, campy, like, video game vampire aesthetic. And... The, the characters are just so good and it's like really earnest too like for not taking itself seriously it also is very invested in the main trio and the plot like sort of matters but not really and that's my favorite kind of plot and like these characters will just sit around for episodes and barely advance the plot it's like wow like this is fine though because I just want to watch them being stupid <laughs> and like everyone's so horny and everyone's so like hot and like Alagard's so hot in a very different way from like Trevor being hot and like Cypher's <laughs> really hot but she's she's very like tastefully like in Carmel like there are like really cool lady characters, but nobody's like hyper sexualized except for Alucard all the time, and it's just it's wonderful. This is a great show. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm glad I finally <laughs> gave it a chance. 
The, that that is a strong endorsement of the show you will hear and i am 100 percent in agreement especially the fact that we we probably did not do enough to emphasize the humor part of the show which i agree is a big part of what makes castlevania work because if it was drier in that aspect it would make some some uh stretches a bit tougher but it definitely has jokes throughout and that's no no difference with season three um, but just briefly, uh, Maddie and Allie, I don't know if you have any any things you want to add on to the experience of catching up with Castlevania. One, we can curse like crazy, right? <laughs> oh, sure. Yes! Yeah, we fuck it. Fuck we can curse wait, 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 let's get this out of the way. Alucard fucks, according to Michelle. Anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, Al- okay, this is what I want to say. I have nothing to say. The show is good. You should watch it. It's yeah, yeah. fun. It's funny. It has a lot of amazing animation and fight scenes. But what uh-huh. Michelle did not include in her review of the show oh. is that literally every time Alucard is on screen, Michelle is screaming. Yeah. <laughs> She's absolutely no, dying. The way they drew his pants on his like super <laughs> long legs, and like he when he first fights Trevor in season one, like he like spins around his legs in this way that like shouldn't be possible. And I can only imagine they had like a beautiful male model like in in the studio one day and they like drew him as reference because it's so well choreographed. It had to come from life, but I can't imagine that kind of fighting ever like be practical enough to really exist. Yeah. Alfred's so hot, though. It's insane. It's, and they know it. They have to know how hot he he's is. He's half vampire. He has to they, be, like, the sexiest thing. He but does. He also, like, has this, like, flowy, like, open cut shirt. He literally shirt, has hair, and it's long, so good. Locks, and it's just, he's the most beautiful like, person in the show. Can we, honest, obviously, Dracula also fucks, and his mom okay. was also hot. So, like, it stands to reason that he's the sexiest thing. In I the mean, universe. yeah. Wow. He's hotter than both of them, though, hands down. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. That's what happens when you put two beautiful people together. You get one extremely beautiful person. Dracula really has the hot dad angle locked down in this show. He does. Does he have dad bod? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. Very broad. It's just hidden under that big cape, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 cape, yeah. This show's a little ridiculous in the best way possible. But yeah, no, like, every that's the next thing I would say is, like, everything is done over the top like capes are just like completely impractical <laughs> is but, like, that everyone how the games are because i've like heard so many memes from these games and then that's why when i saw the show was coming out i was hesitant because i thought it was just going to be a giant meme i mean it kind of is but they put a real show is. in there too but that's it's what i like about it yeah. they did it like well somehow it feels i mean again i never played the games but the stuff i saw from it seems like so cringy but maybe, like, they introduced the first main character, the first protagonist, while also talking about fucking a goat. Like, the show is just yeah. completely wild. You bring that back in season three! Yeah! <laughs> any comment! I was like, oh my god, Alex is probably flipping out right now. <laughs> oh, also, the other thing about this show is that it hates religion. It hates yeah, religion. That's, the, that's actually the best part of it, and that's why yeah. I started watching. Uh, yep, yep, same, same. Um, here are here, here like my season thinking. one podcast for my, yeah. my unraveling of that. But um, yeah, so with, with that out of the way, now specifically about season three, we all consumed this pretty recently. So without getting into spoilers initially, what what are your reactions to it as 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 general as you can be um let's go to you ali first uh, how do you feel after season three here so I, I i mentioned this to you guys earlier but i definitely i first of all forgot it had been two years since i'd watched season two 
and I hadn't done a rewatch of it, so maybe I should have before going into this because I knew the show was like basically animated Game of Thrones, but with a better plot, character, everything. But I kind of forgot how nuts it gets, especially when we get to episode nine, which we're definitely going to talk about because I have all the feelings about it. Um, I really... We okay. So, spoiler alert: if you're still listening, first of well, all, why well, I mean, we'll, we'll tr- try to be general. These just this the part. twins made me very upset. Okay, okay. were they twins? No, like the Japanese they, people. I don't know who they were. They were. They were, <laughs> I, I they were the they were related, they or were, if they were. Yeah, their origin wasn't super relevant. We get yeah. like one. Well, no, but it was because well, not entirely. Um, the two Japanese people. That's what matters. I knew they were for the weebs, but. What? what? This whole show is for the weaves, Allie. You know the weaves of the game franchise. Okay, so so, so that that new character edition you weren't all for is what I'm getting. But I also I didn't I don't know why I didn't expect Sypha and Trevor to be doing what they were doing so early. But I was really happy about it. And then I just think about Alucard, and we'll get to it. Uh But I really enjoyed this season. I like um, the Evangelists. Even though they're like the worst, <laughs> it's it's Evangelion. This really this season is for the weebs. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, good. The so, solid tagline to put on the poster of Castlevania season three for the weebs. Uh, Maddie, let, let's. Pw stands for not for the win. For the wow, weebs. Wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, Maddie, uh, your your general thoughts on season three? Um, I can mention season one and two spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because like. The main thing coming into this season that I was worried about is that season three, season two, like the emotional core of the show is completely with the antagonists, Dracula. Like that is my emotional like, like anchor for the entire show. It's like, I care about Dracula. I care about what his plan is. And I care about the people trying to stop Dracula. And that's like all circles around him. So coming into season three, I'm really worried that like, hey, we don't got Dracula anymore, guys. And... The world still is, like, reeling from what Dracula did, but we don't have his presence everywhere, and people aren't fully acting on him all the time. And I think that they really successfully found a way to get me emotionally invested in the other characters on the show. I got inv- I was very invested in Isaac's story. I was already invested in Alucard, and I'm even more invested now. Sypha and Trevor just are, like, a buddy cop team, and you just kind of, like, want them to succeed and it's just really fun to watch and everyone else you're just like what is anyone else doing like what the fuck is everyone else doing and like you're just especially so hector <laughs> I, oh, I had hector. no i did not have any emotional attachment to hector hector dug his own fucking grave and he, he deserves it i had a visual connection to hector hey <laughs> like okay hector's hector's end point this season is Hector's endpoint in general, like his whole deal, because he's a fucking idiot, is that yes. he, it sucks. Like, it's unequivocally, equivocally, it sucks. Because he yeah. starts off the season captured by Carmilla, and. But the thing is, like, he's just a dumbass. Like, I don't yeah. Exactly! He's so You expect dumb. nothing, and you're still disappointed. <laughs> he gets. You expect him to get played by a fiddle, and what actually happens is he gets played like five fiddles at the same time. <laughs> Really a, a really strong fiddle. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Michelle, uh, your general season three thoughts. I had no expectations except that I really wanted Alcard to have sex with 
That was specifically your bar yeah. before yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because, like, I, I was also shook, like, Allie a little that, you know, Saifa and Trevor hooked up so quick. But then again, like, they've been on the road for a month right, and yeah. they, they seem to like each other well enough the past two seasons. So I guess by season three, it's, it shouldn't be a huge shock. Yeah. But, like, Man, did Alcard El- not get done dirty so bad this season? Because I was so excited, if not like a little, like, you know, s- surprise, bemused that, you know, Taka and Sumi came in when they did. And the fact that the music was so, like, weirdly angry and discordic the whole time. Because it's like, fight, fight, sex, sex, fight, yeah. fight, sex. It's like, this does not feel great. And then both of the sex things ended up being terrible yep. <laughs> for each man involved. And, like, while it's really funny with Hector, because it's like, yeah, of course this would happen. Have you not been reading the writing on the wall? Lenore, like, is not your boo. Like, I- the Alucard's so much sadder. Because at one point, he, like, tears up during the sex. It's like, he's, like, crying because he I- can't. I believe like, that- here we begin the spoiler section. Yeah, no, Alucard cries during sex. This poor man, and then like, and now he's not going to trust anyone, and he's kind of turning into his dad. And it's like, God damn it, this poor man! Just let him be happy. He didn't deserve wow. to be punished for wanting to be horny. <laughs> I mean, he was just going to sleep, and they came in. Michelle, so I'm you- sorry. The season was great. And, and the <laughs> for most of it, which is the same as last season. But that's fine. I mean, we'll stick around in the town for a whole season and not really do anything until the second to last episode. It was fine. The lady vampires, I did not see being such a huge part of this season. And that was so good. They're all so smart. And I was afraid like someone was going to betray someone because that's what, you know, ladies always be doing in media but like actually they're all totally like they are a unit and they respect each other and like they they have a sense of community and their leadership with each other works and that was such a crazy surprise to me like i love that all four of the vampire ladies are awesome but Strika is definitely like the most awesome oh my god what a gift in the world thank you castlevania hard agree i just want to say that for your sake alex michelle did when we finished watching season two she did say that she wanted alucard to fuck like, yeah, uh, okay we, we, like, we have a witness it's what he deserves yeah a nice sex not not what he got i <laughs> yeah, mean well, that, like sucked sexual abuse yeah well um now that we're in spoiler section is the horniness <laughs> the headline of this new season yes, yes? yes. everyone's it's naked. all about sex yeah and there's a lot of butts and people clutching their crotch area in dungeons and i wanted uh, to see more dicks i just i'm tired same. of just seeing boobs and too. vaginas i'm tired of it see any vaginas but we did see hector's dick for a split second we did see hector, some vaginas hector did, did like go down on lenora didn't he like at the very yeah. start of it. and she does compliment him there was like a split second of hector eating her out like that was yeah, like yeah, a minuscule thing <laughs> That's not a lot of foreplay. Agreed. 
Oh, yeah, and like Hector is naked for like half the season, and we we don't get any full frontal like real. Get real it, Nick, that's what I'm saying. You get it. Yeah, I would have appreciated a little more booty, but <laughs> was on his side most of the time, being sad because he keeps getting beat are, up. So, are you most sad, Michelle, that we didn't get to see Alucard's butt? Yeah. No, I'm most sad he didn't have a, a positive sexual experience. Yeah. I'm most sad about that. So, so I want to ask with, with regards to Alucard, he has that that frame where he's crying in the middle of sets. Is that happy crying or sad yeah, crying? It, no, it's happy. I, it's, it's definitely happy. happy. He's like he's emotionally connecting to them, and he never like. Would, would give himself such a gift on his own and he's like responding to the joy of the moment and it's like so sad that like th- this act is like bringing a tear out of him you know that yeah. just makes you feel like even sorrier for the guy honestly it does it's you so- know they played it too well and i hate it i think them all that damn food and this is the, the- thing I think the biggest thing is that Alucard was definitely on Sumi and Taka. He was very much projecting Saifa and Trevor. Yeah. Oh, and, oh my god. I, 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 did not say, I didn't think of that either. Whoa. What? Come on. He's, had, he's having sex with two partners, male and female, and he's like training them like he tried to help them oh when they god. came to and he spent And he spent all season like missing Trevor and Saifa. Like, this was very bad. clearly. Yeah. These are the fourth, the, the new. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Because he only had two friends before this. Now he has two new this, friends. I think this is supposed to be that he totally wanted to fuck Saifa and Trevor. Absolutely. I'm like waiting for God, season four, that's please. The ultimate goal. Because I do think Trevor, I ship more with Alucard. Yeah, then like, Saifa's awesome. She could be great for anyone. But like the the energy between Alucard See, and Trevor's fighting gives yep. so much more to the imagination, frankly. But, but, but here's the thing. Which one's the bottom? Because they both seem like bottom. Both- you know oh, what? You guys, they, they just can take turns. Uh, I just don't see Trevor ever putting work into sex. Honestly, <laughs> he might for Alcard. Maybe that's maybe, like a special maybe. scenario. He was okay. the one to bring him up too. I thought it would be Saifa, but I'm so happy it was Trevor. Like when they were yeah. just talking, I'm glad he was the one to think of him first. And then yeah. that was so mm. emotional because, like, like Michelle said, I ship them more than anything. yeah, they're oh, better ship. I mean, they're gonna, this to me, like, confirms that it's canon, the fact that, well, no, not that it's canon, but the fact that they, like, did this to show, like, maybe preemptive, like, relationship stuff in the future. At the very least, Alucard is very bi, and that's very good. That that seems like the base level canon confirmation here. Yes. I just want to point out, like, even when Alucard's, like, really bent out of shape and has been, like, horribly betrayed and has PTSD now, and he puts the, the two on the spikes, he takes the time to, like, give them little nightgowns so their corpses yeah. are naked <laughs> in the wind. It's like, Alucard, even when you try to be your dad, like, you're still thoughtful, damn it. It's yeah. so good. Didn't want them to be naked, even though they're dead. He's a good boy. He did not deserve that. I hate it. We we will definitely come back to Alucard's aftermath since I think that connects to a theme of the overall season. But while we're yeah. here on the horniness, 
Um, the, the Alucard stuff was kind of out of the blue, whereas yeah. the he- Hector uh, Lenore stuff was building throughout the season. Wow. Um, we, we got a little yes. bit of, like, pet play stuff as well, right? Just, a like, little? A little <laughs> bit. A little bit. Lenore like. got him by the leash, and that then that advances to kissing. Go, and... go walkies! Yeah. Who wants to go walkies? Yeah. She literally... <laughs> walkies! I, I... I just enjoyed that, like, from the first season three trailer, most of us were already like, oh, there's some BDSM vibes going on. Oh, I it's, so it's so good, because Hector's such a little bitch, so, like, he's the first <laughs> person for this. I mean, she's not wrong. And it's true. That's why it's, it's, it's hard to sympathize with, like, objectively that being a terrible situation, because it's a Hector, and he's been fucking up since the first season. It is either that or die. So it's also like, yeah, which would you prefer? Him. But really, yeah. you're going to choose that over death because that seems yeah. worse than death. I, it does seem worse than death. He's such a little bitch. I mean, look, look, he he is a uh, he is a bitch. But at the same time, he was kind of hot in that set scene. The the yeah, abs I mean, were pretty strong. He was he was taking care of Lenore's body. I'm just saying oh, yeah. he was he was yeah. a giver. I mean, Lenore even says like, yeah, he's she's a doctor that he's not bad at the sex. She just got. <laughs> Do you guys up. think she actually like likes him though? No, I... she does, but she's a vampire, so she, she can only like him in a very patronizing way. I think it's just part of him, it. But she doesn't like 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 him. She she's, like yeah, she's not in love with him. She just thinks he's cute. Like just, just imagine your cat or dog, and that's the level of love she has for Hector. But that's it. She literally yeah. does not see him as a person. That <laughs> moment when he's like in the room with the yeah, other vampires, and she's like, "Shh, the real people are talking." <laughs> yes. God! That was it the was biggest, so like, Oh my god. I also want to say, just to be clear, the problem, like, for the listeners, pet play is fine. You can do whatever you want in the bedroom. The problem here is Hector. Yeah, don't be Hector. <laughs> don't be Hector. Don't yeah, date Hector seems to be blind to all of this until the very, very end. No, he doesn't even notice until he's already caught. Yeah. I thought at first he was, like, trying to not, I mean, yeah, kind of manipulate, um, the hell is her name? Lenore. Um, Lenore into like, I, I thought he was gonna like double cross her eventually. Or try to. Not while they were having sex, but like I thought that was why he was going to have sex with her. No, so he just got like, horny. He just yeah. got horny. She was on the bed. She brought her own comforter. I mean, but then I thought he was like gonna be tried. He was gonna try and be smart. <laughs> I guess uh, that was that's, that's not Hector's. Hector. Yeah, that's not Hector's strong suit. Yeah. Being smart, unfortunately. <laughs> Honestly, the smartest thing he did was trying to kill Lenore at the beginning of the season, but he should have actually just gone for the kill instead of capturing her. How do you kill a vampire with your bare hands? I don't think you can. He was going to rip out her throat. What? I don't know what that would have done, but okay. he's going to well, do it. Well, that's what he threatened. Yeah, the, problem. the problem is that he explained his plan before. Yeah, he just went a dumb person, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if he'd just done it, he might have done something. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I like this that. a lot more. I want to see Lenore trample over him even more than this. <laughs> I also, I also want to say that Michelle got really excited when Carmilla stepped on Godbrand in season two. <laughs> hey. I forgot about that. It's just Who like these so? ladies are so like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, mean, um, I, I do also want to bring up here, like, I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on the usage of the horniness, especially in episode nine, which is a really big episode. You got the climactic fight scenes, and they intersperse the having sets in between um, Trevor and Saifa fighting off these hell beasts from the portal. Uh, I'm curious what what you guys thought about how how that was handled in 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 episode structure wise. Like, did, were you guys feeling it, um, Matt, Maddie? I don't know if you have any thoughts on how it was used in terms I, of the episode. I have been sitting on this for like what three days now, trying to figure out how I feel about this because mm-hmm. in the episodes it was so good. Like episode nine should not work. There is like literally six, like six different plots happening in one episode, including two sex scenes, two crazy different fight scenes. And like two, like nothing else like that happening things like with I forget who there's just too much going on in that episode. The point is though, it works and I'm still not quite sure why, like clearly like this is like the climax yeah, haha puns of all the. <laughs> Damn, you I beat was me. waiting for someone to make that joke. Yeah, someone's gonna do it at some point. Um, and I'm not sure what the like point of it was. Like, you clearly like worked. Michelle, go ahead. Well, I think the the thing is like it's it's very like kind of uncomfortable energy. Yeah. To have it intercut with all, like, the physical violence of what Trevor and Cypher are doing. But then you get two great payoffs of, like, oh, yeah, Hector totally is fucked over. And also so is Alucard, which is ten times sadder. But that, like, explains it, like, tonally. It's not romantic. Yeah. It's, like, frantic and angry and, like, passionate but then sneaky, it turns out. This it's is yeah, why it's like that, Game of Thrones, but like yeah, actually but, good. But I mean, in Game good. of Thrones, they like usually have these sex scenes like by themselves, so the focus is the sex scene. Like the sex scenes aren't like they aren't like an afterthought, but they're like they're supposed to feel weird the whole time through. Right, I think. that's why it's actually good. It's it's actually it's good. Supposed to feel weird because like it's intercut with the violence and also like the payoff of it like being like sneaky in, in both cases. I just think works so well for that. Like it's so yeah. smart. It's like it they can do just, romance really when they want to. Thing. I think. Yeah. I think I know what it is because in Game of Thrones there are a lot of rape or like sexual assault scenes where. They're just the folks of the scene, and they leave it there, and it feels like it's not commented on. But this, these sex scenes are like being commented. Like these are bad. Like the whole sh- the show is stay- saying these are as crazy and violent and bad as the fight scenes that Isaac and Saifa and Trevor are having. Like it's really. I think they just wanted to make sure commentary. we, as the audience, knew these are bad and not like get a wrong idea about them. I guess. Plus, like, there's no rape here. Like, say what you want, but like. Both of those were consensual sexual experiences. Yeah. I, it's what happened after them that I turned think, into the betrayal. I think the Alucard one comes close to sexual. I would assault. say it's definitely like closer to molestation, if anything, by the end. Because yeah. I, I think the Hector Lenore one is not because the no. stuff the stuff that's wrong is other stuff. But they specifically went sexy with Alucard to get him distracted and get him like yeah, it, like like it felt a lot more disgusting to me especially because um for me it's like here's this nice like gay kiss and like one of the men is actually getting penetrated by another man at the very least like and it kind of just takes the wind out of my sails be like hey here's this gay sex scene like actually happening in a show oh he's actually evil 
and it's kind of doing like kind of predatory lesbian stuff sort of with it. Well, it's definitely coercive, but I'd also say, like, th- th- there's, like, a very quick moment of the switch for both cases. Like, the ring going yeah. on is the switch, and the bands going on Alucard's arm to the switch. Yeah. And, like, the sex stops before both those things happen. Like, it is coercive, but I feel like I-, I appreciate that, like, the sex is not the point of getting the power over either of these people. Yeah. Like, and-, and that's, like, kind of a nice difference. Like, yeah. honestly. <laughs> The bar's like, Lidore's getting off on this. Lidore is literally getting off on this. Oh, the problem is the bar is too low for this kind of thing. So it I think feels better than most things, but it's still I, like uh, just as terrible, if not more so. I think the issue is Alucard's thing makes me feel uncomfortable, and it's supposed to. It's like yeah. supposed to make me feel really uncomfortable, but I'm not sure how I feel with this being a gay sex scene. That's my problem. Like that's like here's this like actual like male male kiss going on, and it's like mm, this is really tainted and bad now. And that That's makes part of why they're doing it, I think, because also just to have it canon canonized, canonized, yeah. In that way, just adds an extra layer of drama. And yeah, like I think I appreciate the that, like I mean, Alucard obviously is going to get out of it. Like it would be worse if you know it would be like a full on rape rape scene where like he was helpless and he you know he accepted it. He clearly he consented to this. Well, no, even in the end. Like, he was able to kill them. I mean, yeah. So that makes it better than, like, what most scenes like this are like. Yeah, they didn't actually... I actually thought they might have killed... They might kill him for a second. I didn't think he would kill them, yeah. but I'm glad he did. I thought someone... I thought well, someone would jump in the top. Yeah, well... This, well, this is why we need I, Trevor to, to, to write to the, the wrong yes, of yes. Let a happy gay sex time to yes, commence. Well, that, that will be your season four goal, Michelle. Yes, it um, will. But, but, it will but, be but then, everyone's season four goal. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but that, thank you for, for that discussion. Since I, I think that that is, like, kind of a... It, it's a it's a bold move, for sure. One of the many crazy things that episode nine does. So I'm glad we, got, we talked about that a little bit. Just briefly tying up other popular ships i mean trevor and saifa i mean that they, they like you know have their banter um, where they, you see them sleeping in bed together no real actual set stuff except the joke which in i the appreciate first, yeah yeah there's a like, joke they, in they the first episode like, sex. Get so upset yeah. like when he <laughs> says you know better than sex i was like horrified as it dawned on me <laughs> like there's a couple i care least about honestly right? yeah but yeah. like saifa got her like oh man do Saif- not like, I really like because she got with the guy, but she became more confident. Not yes! less. Yeah, she became yeah. more. Like, be. She Can gained agency. How... She didn't lose it, and I think yes. that's what matters here. Also, she's the avatar. I just have to put that out. She is amazing. Absolutely, she's the avatar. I also want to comment that I think they very pointedly did not show us positive sex like between them. I think it would have made. Oh, I think yeah, it's, it's a conscious decision sex. not to show us like a good relationship with sex this season, I think. Well, I yeah. think it's more that, like, their sex isn't the biggest, like, the, you know, that shouldn't Not be the, the highlight of no. them being together. Them fighting yeah. together is the highlight of them being together. And they seem to enjoy fighting more than sex, honestly. That's why it's like, oh, like, why are they fighting while everyone else is getting down? And I'm like, oh, maybe it's because they enjoy <laughs> fighting more than sex. Their relationship. Their yeah. relationship is killing They're perfect people. for each other. They really but, are. That, that, that episode one perfect. scene where, where Saif is, like, overacting it's just so cute. I know it is it. cute. Uh, and also, um, Michelle, I'm sure you have strong opinions about uh, Morana and Striga um, <laughs> being a couple. Uh, give us your lesbian vampire thoughts, please. 
picture goes so beautiful and all of her outfits fit her so well they're very flattering but they're also like pretty butch and she's just so big <laughs> it's really and, a big week for the butches yeah it is. it's a big week for the butches and Striga loves her her wife and they're evil together and they have all these tactical plan discussions and I love that that's like a big part of their relationship because they, they've been together for a while the chase is over they're just happily together now and just streak is so good. I just see. There's our happy gay representation. <laughs> and, it's but and they're evil. That's yeah, I have, I have a, but they're I have, happy together. They're happy I, and evil. I have a question. Did Sypha and Trevor ever kiss on screen together? No, no, so, no. So then, then that that continues. I was going to complain before the end of the season that they don't kiss Drega and Marana, but again, True. there's no kisses in this show that don't immediately get punished with something evil. Yeah, yeah. Lenore does the most kissing. It's you know, just but... <laughs> like Game of Thrones, y'all. Like, no one happily kisses on screen. Like, clearly Marana and Striga kiss, and they even come close yeah. to doing it at one point. Like, before they're interrupted by Carmilla. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm, I think that covers all of the Sets horny. Well, we'll find stuff more sex stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. If um, Isaac no. wasn't so hell bent on world domination, he would have had sex by now. Oh. Yeah, bold of you um, to to assume he hasn't with something. Do you think they yeah. fucked the monster that they had? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure his heart belongs to the captain, but <laughs> oh, okay. No, his I heart belongs to good. Dracula. Duh. I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, well, and the ca- there's a little room in his heart for the captain too. I'm it's sad the captain never came back. I thought. Okay, they so well, let, let's so stick into Isaac. I want to dig into Isaac yeah. for a little bit, actually. Yeah, because... we're going to talk about actually what happened this season instead of just sex. <laughs> well, I mean, that was or... a big part. And we'll get to, like, other parts of the season that's wild, like, animation style. Like, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about how yeah. humanity yes. is evil. There's a lot of stuff we got to cover. But let's uh, touch on Isaac for a little bit because I will say, I think he's my favorite character of the season. Like, I enjoyed whenever we switched over to him, it felt like a real different pace from the rest of the show. It felt like it dug into like more, more of the themes that have been touched on in the previous seasons with like, what is humanity doing? Like, why is religion stupid? And like all, all that. And also like Isaac himself is just very, a very like commanding character in terms of voice. And he's got this interactions with the captain as well, like lead to very interesting back and forths. So Isaac from, and of course like episode nine, again like that that episode is great and the his fighting with the floating ball of the slaves was oh just crazy like, yeah. like like how do you even like someone, think of that <laughs> someone, someone wrote this episode and they're like let's someone just go wild they're like okay what about a ball of slaves they're like what do you yeah. mean it's just yeah. a ball of slaves yeah, and 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 Isaac has his B star B to do handle that. Well, I, I don't know. You, you, how, how do you guys feel about about Isaac since his side of the story is a bit quieter? I'd argue than the rest of the show. Um, Ali, do you want to give your thoughts here? So I I really like that he has like the sort of most interesting plot going on, but I don't really care about it or his character. I think what they're doing with him is great, but I'm just strangely not invested and i saw a lot of people were like going ham about him this season and i think he was handled super well but i don't know like i appre- i like that he was able to like sort of bond with people like the captain and what's her name that crazy other... lady yeah yeah she was great also um i don't know 
I'm assuming they're leading up to him being the big bad instead of like Carmilla and her sisters. I'm assuming they're he's gonna like beat them to whatever punch they're trying to get to. Even oh, it's though. gonna be a crazy fight. Like they need the humans to eat. He needs the humans to fight and like steal their souls. So I, I don't know. I'm not interested in it at all. But it's going to be interesting. So that's why I'm a little like maybe i i don't know if i'm like just not picking up on something everybody else is or it's just not doing it for me okay um matt madeline do do you have anything in what into Isaac why are you Simpson? calling me madeline all of a sudden <laughs> i don't know what's your name i mean it is but i mean okay anyway Look, this is a serious discussion madeline <laughs> it's a serious discussion about sex thank you for not killing things and slave balls that's um, all serious i know but um, Isaac, I think, is definitely filling the role in, like, if we're making the Game of Thrones comparisons to Daenerys. But the yeah. difference is there's actually, like, a clear objective. And there isn't, and there, at least as far as I could tell, is it going to be an out-of-left-field turn to evil? Because Isaac is already off that cliff. <laughs> He's already on the other side. And so we don't have to, like, have this moment where it's like, hey, Isaac, why are you doing evil shit? I think like, that's why I'm not as invested, because he's already, like, we know what he's about. But I think I think the investment in Isaac is that he's been wronged a lot, and you're kind of waiting to see there if he figures out something new. Like, because he's going on this crazy journey to maybe, like, figure himself out. Also, I think it's really cool that they confirm that he's Muslim this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they confirm it outright that he is Muslim. But is it racist if he's a bad guy? This is where I'm, like, I don't... I don't think it is. Because, like, he's not... Because here's the thing. Everyone in the show is bad. But he is yeah. shown as a protagonist in a lot of ways. He is shown as someone, like, people wronged him a lot. Like, people yeah. were racist against him, and he killed them. And, like, can you argue that that was bad? People were... Like, most of the actions he's taken in a vacuum have not been inherently evil. No. Yeah, and I will say as well, like, part of why I connect to Isaac is that it feels very earnest at everything that he, that he's doing. And so it feels very easy to, like, connect to his, like, frustrations. Like, he gets a bit of kindness and then it goes wrong. He gets a bit of kindness from the captain and then it just goes back to, like, humanity sucks. So, like, any, any time that he has something go well, you, you can, like, feel it in him. Like, he's considering, like, maybe there's something here. Like, maybe I'm wrong about something and then like the the society comes back to be like no this is all that gonna stay the same no matter what you do so like that 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 part of it is something that i feel very close to and also i mean i, I think that's a theme that connects through to different characters in this season as well like you get uh, alucard right like he is also in a place where like humanity kind of sucks he finds these two humans Oh, hey, I'm, I'm able to be happy with them again. Like, just like I was with Trevor and Saffa. Maybe this is repeatable. And then it all goes to shit. And as a result, he has to go back to, like, what is humanity good for anyway? And even Saffa and Trevor, like, we, we get that a little bit at the very end with, like, the judge twist when it's like, oh, God, like, we're helping. I was waiting for that. And it felt like it took so long to get to that payoff. I didn't really like the way it was done. It, yeah, in, in a vacuum, I agree that it's probably a bit too out of left field. But I think that oh, with the oh. overall season, like different characters are experiencing the same things. I think in that sense, it fits very well with just like the bleakness. Yeah. I wouldn't how, say it was out of we... left field. Just I was waiting for it to come. And then it came at like 
I don't think the best time, like because uh, it's the last episode, really, and you're coming out with it now. I thought I thought it was obvious when he was like, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's what I meant. That like it came out at like a time that you didn't really like. <laughs> you, you thought it would have come out earlier, but my, my my point is that like I, Isaac, I think is expressing the theme of this like really on the nose, but it bleeds into the stories of several other characters in this season. But I think Isaac like has it like it in your face the most. And so that's kind of what like I enjoyed about his, his side of the story. Yeah, and I also I, I think like that Isaac a lot more this season than the yeah. first two for that I think I very too. reason. Because the thing with Isaac this season is like Alex is saying, you see him struggle with the potential to like have hope and humanity again. Um, he's not fully like he's done a lot of evil things, but he he hasn't like gone to the dark side in an irredeemable way. And that's what's so interesting where he is right now. He's like teetering. He's teetering. I feel like he he could like step back from this. And again, the captain the captain has a really good moment where he's like, okay, cool, cool. So you're gonna kill off humanity. But also, what if you do that and then you instill like a really positive new world order and you actually try to help whoever's left after you kill like 90% of people? How about that? That's There's the gotta you're be mi- some you're going, kind of, you're, you know? you're missing the killing 90%. Well, yeah, I know. That's objectively terrible. But I think <laughs> like in his own weird captain way, he's trying to get Isaac to consider like, look, maybe, like, people are really corrupt and maybe religion sucks and maybe, like, there are things in place right now that are hurting us and they, like, should be dismantled. But also, like, not everyone has to die. Like, we can just, like, establish a new form of government or something and you can, like, help with that instead of just murdering everyone. Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's, like, the, uh, like, that's, like, Isaac's options right now. And I feel like, honestly, he could do either one. And that's what's interesting about him. And I really didn't get the sense that that could be possible when we first meet him. Like, when he's just working with Dracula, his mind seems so made up. But now that he's kind of, like, adrift on his own, I feel like there's way more potential for him to choose paths that he hadn't initially considered before. And that's, like, my whole intrigue with him. I really hope he does does that but i can't see him doing it now i feel like he'd still if you think like because you said he's hasn't reached the point where he would be beyond redemption i feel like he has to reach that first before he can do that but i mean i think now that this season is kind of starting to say that like he's kind of getting there because at the end of the season he says maybe in the future people will use this settlement like he's open to the idea of people being alive exactly after he's done. That's like, that is a huge moment for change. his character growth. yeah like, yeah. he, he is slowly, like, kind of going back on what he always thought, because, like, the reason he wanted to kill everyone is because of, like, he can't, like, he can't divorce what happened to him from, like, all of humanity needing to pay, which is, like, you know, he ha- he went through a lot of tough stuff, so I understand that. But also, like, I think it like it's a lot harder to have compassion sometimes than to just be fucking mad. And that's, like, the options on the wall for him, and he can choose one or the other. But, like, he he has, like, the potential to make a choice either way, and that's what's exciting, you know? I think what's happening here is he is literally finding... He's going from place to place, and shockingly, like, even though he's getting finding bad people, he's also finding good people. And I think he's finally realizing that the bad people he's finding are directly, right now at least, are directly products of what he's doing you know what i mean like the yeah. bad people he's finding are like hey we don't want to let you into our town because of 
You have a bunch of demons with yeah! you. Yeah! And then he'll use the demons to kill all of them when he gets mad enough. Hey, hey Isaac. so fucking rude. Right. Yeah. Hey, Isaac. Maybe if you don't have a literal army of demons, people won't be scared <laughs> of you and want you to not be in their town. Hey. Hey, don't be fucking rude. Come on. Yeah, that, that, that was a really awesome life of Isaac. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, he pulled a Jenner move. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, and also that that shot at the very end where he's like sitting, uh, he's like sent his monsters off, and he's just sitting there, like kind of admiring his work. I, I thought that was a pretty nice shot too. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, he has very human reactions and responses to things, which makes it easier, I think, to relate to him. Because, like, yeah. he's insanely powerful, but also he has, like, very relatable struggles. Like, yeah, if you're rude to me, I'll kill you. <laughs> because I, I can. But he actually can. Yeah. So, let's go from relatable to not at all relatable. There's the floating ball of slaves that we already talked about. <gasps> um, although, I think the uh, that's one of the weird pieces of animation in this show. I think the weirder part is the infinite corridor, which is a thing that pops up several times in the show. Um, episode 6, we get a look into it. And episode 9, we get a look into it, specifically looking at a representation of hell. Um, Matt, Maddie, how, how, how did you feel about episodes six and nine with regards to I, their experimenting style? I love this shit. So usually when shows have this like, oh, there's infinite universes and stuff. It's like, here's another version of medieval Europe. Here's another version of um, whatever. Like they're like, they're, they're very narrow, quote unquote, infinite universes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, very different. In this one, it's like, no, here's a mech. Here's a fucking alien spaceship. Here's fucking <laughs> hell. And it's just like, okay, we're going there. And, like, now I'm just, like, completely on board with all this shit. And I'm just, like, ready for all of it. And, like, we even see this, like, Escher painting style, like, stairway, you like, realm. And I'm like, yes, give it to me. Like, if we just, like, this whole season just low-key sets up, like, whatever the fuck they want to do for the next, like, ten seasons. Any show, like, they could just literally do a show about anything they show in this corridor, and it's just insane. Yeah, uh, the, the, the lady that this count is, like, looking for is in that, like, weird, yep. twisty city mm-hmm. thing going on that, like, it can't really And she's standing upside down. Like, it's definitely, like, weird gravity stuff happening. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what the hell any of that is. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah. No, not even in a good way. I was wondering, like, I was waiting for this character to, I don't know, be more explained than it was. Oh, the old lady? No, the, um, the, the old... Yeah, the Count. I think part of the thing is the Count is from the games, but I don't know any of that oh. lore. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know any of that okay. lore. Just to be clear, I don't know. I don't know any Castlevania lore. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep our discussions within the show. And, uh, I mean, the fact that it ends with him, like, going into the corridor, I think, and I, I think he says something like, I'll see you again or something yeah. like that. And like, we're like, know, wait, what? It's Three definitely seasons. a situation where, like, we want to leave open the idea yeah. of this corridor existing for the future. Um, I will say I really enjoyed that, that, uh, shot of us going into hell and we're just, like, going forward, forward, forward. Oh, and, like, God. Uh, yeah. And it, it's like a, I I figured it was like a mix of CGI, and I think they were using miniature models at times. Yeah, there was a little bit of both. Yeah, it was very it was very interesting. 
It was yeah. effective. Like, I couldn't quite place what was happening the whole time, but I liked that feeling. The feeling lost and kind of just absorbing what's happening in the moment is definitely something I like experiencing when I'm going to literal hell, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's, it's got to feel kind of otherworldly, right? And mm-hmm. I think they yeah. really nail that. Yeah, and, and I love neighborhoods, like, Sorry, go ahead. people live there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, little, little, little houses. Yeah, I, like, I appreciated oh, yeah, that. I was like, like Utah, like, like they just have <laughs> terrible weather and a climate, but it is inhabitable somehow. So yeah. you know, I'll see y'all there. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. And like, I love that one of the characters, one of the lines from this show was literally, "Well, that is very probably actually hell." Like they're like, <laughs> I like the characters in the show are just like, okay, yeah, this is really weird, and I don't know how to react to this. Yeah, yeah, the, the, they are as weirded out as we are. Um, also, at the end, we gotta bring this up. At the end of that shot of going into hell, this happens at the end of episode nine. It ends with us reaching an abandoned house, and inside we see Dracula and Lisa embracing. They look at the camera like, "Hi, what's up, bitches?" I so, was <laughs> to say about this. I, I, I just want to say my reaction was laughing out loud, like, "Oh my god, this is how you want to end your climactic episode." This in is all seriousness, though, like, why the yeah. fuck is his wife in hell? She was a stand-up citizen. She well, gets murdered in cold blood. Why is she in she hell? Was, for fucking she was married. Dracula? Because she was married to him, and it's his house. This is, religious. This is based on the nice church. Lady. But this was based on the church's version of hell. Because, Michelle, she was a sinner, according in to the, the, church, the church. Though she's an evil, Even though she's a very good person. Oh, that's well, well, I mean, that's honestly, religion, I will, baby. Michelle, according to the church, we're all going to hell. All of us here. Well, well so, actually, yeah, I want to follow on that, Maddie, because, like, I think that a, a part of the I mean, this is like a theory, but like, given the way that this show treats religion, what if it's a case where like we're living in this universe where like heaven doesn't exist and yes. goes to hell? I'm waiting and... for it to be revealed. <laughs> oh like, I think that would legitimately be something that could happen here. Also, I think a very real thing that could be happening is, unfortunately, with infinite corridor stuff because it's infinite. Like, this could just be not our Dracula. This could be not our hell. You oh, know what no. I mean? Like alternate mm. realities and shit. Well, levels of hell. Yeah. <laughs> But also, yeah, yeah, I think the real thing that could be happening here is there's just no heaven. Like, there's just hell. There's just an afterlife, and it is hell. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, and related to that, I mean, Trevor and Cypher's whole story thing is this religious conspiracy between, like, these these priests that have seen the hell beast and have converted to Satanism practically. Yep. Like, hey, look, God created everything. He created the devil. He created Dracula. So let's go with that instead. That's cool. Yeah, right, it guys? makes God <laughs> Dracula. Oh my God. It makes sense. He created everything. Okay. Their religion makes more sense than the church. They're not good people, to be clear. No, but, but their stuff makes a little more sense. Because they're so on point with everything. Yeah. <laughs> it it so all makes sense. You, you want to join Sala's club, Ali? Yeah, man. I'm going to hell anyway. I might as well. Like, there's no reason delaying the inevitable. Um, but but in general, how did you guys feel about like th- this being where tre- Trevor and Sypha kind of hung out for most of the, most of the season, just like try to <laughs> solve this? It's, it's this better story. than the library. I mean, yeah. that's true. That's true. But you don't have to fight anybody in the library. You could take a nap. So. Yeah, like it's staring into the soulless eyes of Sala. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> I like 
love that the people who are at in the cult like just actively did not blink a lot. Like they blinked <laughs> a couple times, but like they just had these huge eyes and they were not blinking while everyone else was. Like I was watching. Like they were they were actually animating other people blinking while these people were not. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. can't stand the way Sal's eyes look. It's so Oh, unknown. they're horrifying. I love it. <laughs> just giant and gray and just yeah, unblinking. It's it's like a, a fish or something. <laughs> Like way uh, worse than a fish, though. He's just a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, they've, they've they've trapped this uh, night creature under their church. It's got like it, it releases it's like Adam. rainbow colors. Oh, he's the Adam. kitty. He was Evangelion. my favorite. Oh I my love god. Him. Sorry, this was the other thing. Sorry, Michelle thinks all of the demons are kitty. No, not <laughs> all of them. Only the most cat-like ones. But when Trevor was like low-key, like whipping the shit out of him, I was How really did that look like a cat to you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I'm trying to wrap because my head a around. lot of the demons look a lot more like humanist just like with like exaggerated proportions but this one was like full animal so basically what i'm getting from that is if it walks on four limbs it's a cat yeah uh, okay. well that to be you're joking Allie, but michelle did this every time before like <laughs> before like it one did this well, they're, they're, they're just doing their thing they don't have to get killed it's not their fault they there is this. a literal lion beast in the middle of this of <laughs> this finale like there's a thing with a lion head on it um, another one with the amazing thigh action yes i, I think it, I think it had three legs yeah, it was too humanistic. It had like a man torso. It doesn't count. Yeah, it, it did have some centaur vibes, but yeah, like in terms of the the character design of the hell beasts, I mean, th- this show has always delivered from season one in terms of like weird creatures, and we get that finally in episodes nine and ten when the portals are open up and we get all these uh, weird creatures. In addition to the one we've already mentioned, um, there's also one that had like eyes all over its wings and also had a really that toned is actually, ass. Like, that was cool. That's that actually. Or like actual biblical angels, for yeah. the record. Like they even they, had they like the spear and everything. That gave me Eva vibes more than it, anything like, else. That's exactly. Yeah. Michelle, have you it's watched really Eva? <laughs> yes. I, I feel like we've never right. This is important, but I just somehow did not know. Yes, I have. Yeah, no, but that was for... straight up. Like that was definitely an Evangelion reference, if not like. Biblical. I mean, it's just a, mm-hmm. it's just like a. It's just like an Old Testament reference, which yeah. Ava. I didn't know they were drawn that cool. Like honestly, the design. Yeah, is man. Cool. Yeah, the Old Testament yeah. is fucking weird as shit. Well, yeah. actually, I think that's a Revelation thing where they talk about angels that have like eyes all around them. Like uh, that, that that New Testament got pretty weird too. Don't, yeah, don't they both are weird. It. But I mean, <laughs> like, there's literally a part of the Old Testament where they're like giant aliens. There's literally a line from the Torah that talks about giant aliens. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, and because of all these hell beasts, um, Trevor and Sypha got to get into action. And I will say, um, maybe the choreography for love put a really high bar, but I'll say that Trevor and Sypha had some really cool moments in these yeah. final two episodes. Um, Sypha has a moment where she's like fighting one in midair and she's got like that the, so her cool. fire hands. She's so, her own jet pack. It's so cool. She yeah, made yeah. me think a lot of that fight from Korra season Avatar. three. Avatar. She's yes. the Avatar. Like, it, but it literally she like lightning bends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She electrocutes the lion beast through the water on the what ground. I, what I'm trying to say is that like this was a fight scene in midair that actually felt like it was like yeah, midair was, like, and I, no, I, yeah, I, I, I everything felt weightless. And it was just really cool. 
I just I want to like thank the show for giving Sypha so many moments to be so cool and not like having her get fucked up and having like Trevor have to like save her afterwards. He's like, I, I have seen and internalized that shit so often that I always expect it now. And Sypha can like more than hold her own. And like, I'm just every season of her not getting like beaten down by somebody is just so good. And thank you. I think, I think the best part is we skipped over this month of Trevor teaching Sypha. So we didn't get to see the part where she wasn't, in fully control of her like agency. And now we just skipped ahead to the part where she is maybe not equally good at monster hunting, but like she is really good at monster hunting now. And we skipped over that whole better. part. I know she's better. Did you not remember has, her in season two at the she end? Has, like, like, she has way like, more well, shit my, my at point her is disposal that she's than Trevor Trevor does. has like this knowledge of how to like, he has a knowledge of the different monsters. But Cypher doesn't have that inherently. But Tra- Tra- Trevor, Trevor has the street smarts. Cypher yeah. has the book smarts. So but she also has magic, which is really fucking yeah, right. She has the right. Right. all kinds <laughs> of magic. That's what makes her oh the my avatar. God. My favorite yeah. shot of the whole season is when she makes that ice and she like jets, fire jets across it, like dodging the arrows, and then turns around and throws like this disc of ice. Oh, cutting that was so cool! Them. And she cuts through like five people in a row. Oh yeah. my god, she's so such a badass. Cool. Well, I, I'll say, Saifa is cool. I think she's also really cool in in season two. However, I do think that this season is an improvement for Trevor's fight scenes. Like, I yeah. I felt a lot a lot better about his whipping stuff going on this season versus the previous seasons, especially when they get they, we get into double whip territory. Like. Like, oh they, my they, god! They, they do good work. They do good. like he's he's dual wielding now. This means he's bisexual too. Just saying. <laughs> oh, he absolutely is. Everyone's bisexual. Yeah, well, that's also true. I mean, yeah. like, I think that he definitely uses his whips as whips more. Like, he's using like he like catches his whips with his feet and like kicks them back another direction or catches weapons and stuff. Like, he uses a spear and like an axe and like he's just going all over the place. I find it so interesting that his, like, mace whip thing, that, like, if it touches a demon, it makes him fucking explode. Like, that's, that's so the kind of nonsensical batshit video game logic I love about this show. <laughs> and it's like, how does never it work? Explained. I don't know, but it looks cool as hell, so let's keep going. But it's yeah. never explained. They just never say, explained. It, they just do it? That's the same with Cypher's magic. Yeah, they never like, how it. does she know all this magic? I don't know, but it's awesome. Yeah, they never explained it. It's great. Like, there's this part where she's like, huh. Maybe I could try to use lightning. And yeah, I was like, yeah. that came out of fucking nowhere, and I love it. But I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with but, it too. By the way, I just, I want to point just as a random thing. Uh, Lenore gives a book of vampire magic to Hector, and he's apparently reading that for a couple of episodes. So I'm just saying, you might be able to learn magic from just reading in this universe. No, and Hector I think might yeah. do some. I think it's true because that's what they seem to think about, like the the fort. The Forge Masters, they implied that they just learned how to do it. Yeah, and Alucard yeah. even said that he could have taught Sumi and Taka magic. Yeah! yeah so, 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 so ma- ma- more weird magic, I'm sure, is in our future. Oh, um, can you just mention one time that she, um, she used, um, Saifa used air bending at one point, and it was like, she like yes! twisted around and dodged someone, and it was like such a cool shot, like she twisted all over the place. Uh-huh. When will she use Earth? That's what I'm waiting for. I mean... We're getting there it's next coming. season. Yeah, please yeah. let her just be the avatar. I mean, she already is. There's like a scene lightning, where she's ice, fire. Like I will air, never get over the fight air. scene. 
Like, her, my favorite thing is, like, I will never get over her using those, like, ice discs to, like, block yeah. attack and attack. Like, it's just so And then, cool. to and then she, like, slices them, which is awesome, Yeah, the too. slicing was so smart. It's like, yo, you don't need a sword. You just freeze the water and cut three people down it's, in a row. But I mean, like, it's, it's so versatile because you can use yeah, her as a shield. So and then there's, like, and it's not just awesome. versatile, like, as in combat. It's versatile animation because you can do so many cool things. Like, she blocks an arrow and then uses that same thing to attack someone behind her. And, like, it's just so fluid and so, like, dynamic and energetic that it's just, I don't know. It's they well, captured a lot of that, like, ice bending and avatar. Yeah, it, like, a lot of it. They, they captured a lot of that, like, fluidity of motion from avatar that I think I've missed in fight scenes where, like, She's doing things that feel natural to her and make almost no sense to me, the viewer, until I see her. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's hear other like uh, dangling pieces we have here. Um, of the new characters, um, we, we've talked about most of them, but the two we haven't really discussed, Count St. Germain, voiced by Mil- Bill Nye, who, you know. The oh, r- what? Bill Nye? No, not Bill yeah. Nye, Bill Nye. Bill um, Nye, like of uh, 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 Davy Jones from the Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah. the rattlesnake oh. Jake from Rango. Not, not, <laughs> um, not the... is too close to Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we, very close. Yeah, and we you, also can you have... change your name, sir. <laughs> wow. Uh, and we have the judge, voiced by Jason Isaacs, who also vo- voiced General Zhao from Avatar. So that's yeah. why I was like, also, where Baltimore? I mean, <laughs> wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah, Fuck me. That I didn't so, know. So anyways, like, these two characters we haven't really talked about since we haven't done that much about, like, the whole conspiracy angle. But any, any thoughts on, on those two? Do you care? Hate them? I don't feel, have any feelings for them? I like them. Oh, should I have tried with Lucius Malfoy? That was a very egregious mistake. <laughs> if, if no one else has anything to say, like, I liked these characters and I would like to talk about them. Okay. So, like, okay. I really liked, um, I like Count St. Germain just because... He felt like this character, like, not just because he was in, involved with the Infinite Corridor, which I liked. I liked that stuff a lot. And I liked right. that they paid off that kind of thing really well. But they really rode this line with him where I was never sure if he was a villain or a hero. And I kind of liked mm-hmm. that. I kind of liked that we weren't sure his motivations. We weren't sure that stuff. But he didn't feel bland or boring. They found a way to find this character that was riding the line and having his own objectives. It, it was a very... It was very truly a neutral character, like who was just like, I'm here to do this thing to find this woman. We don't know what he was actually trying to do, but he will help Sypha and Trevor if it means he can reach that woman. And that was, I think, interesting, at least like interesting that we didn't have him actually. He wasn't trying to like forward one of the two sides of this conflict in any way. Right. And I definitely agree that like for the first half of the season he gave off some really weird energy but I like that the characters in the show acknowledge that it's weird energy to them too, you know, so at least it's not a th- it, Yeah. You, you can tell it's on purpose that he's being very ob- oblique about his true true p- purpose and you know that that's better than being bland that you at least give yes. some kind of energy off. And, and, and it's very easy to have this kind of character be bland. And I understand if you do find him bland, if you, like, don't like this one interesting. But, like, I think that it is important to regard uh, to, to point out the fact that they did a lot better than a lot of other shows do this kind of character where they make them just a nothing. Like, I don't care. Like, I care about him in the sense that I want to know what he's going to do next, which is, I think, the point of the character. Okay, um, and the judge. Um, any, the judge any was a lot him? smaller of a character, but I really loved the payoff at the end. I do agree with Ali that it was weirdly at the last second, 
Yeah, but I, do I just like, felt like there was too much buildup for not a lot. I think the point yeah. is, like, the point is, along with everything else happening in episode nine, was that this was just to say that, like, humans suck, which I know you wanted to talk about at some point, mm-hmm. Alex, that, like, the whole season is about whether humans suck or not. I feel like that's just the theme of the show in general. Oh, totally. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I we can connect that into what we think season four will be about because the final the final shot of season two was we were left with Alucard alone in the castle. He breaks down, crying, thinking about his past. And episode and the end of season three is Alucard broken down by in this case the fa- the oh his uh, his the results of his this betrayal. sexual and, abuse. It just yeah. is. Yeah. And, and yeah. so he and, I- and he closes the doors to be high away forever because humanity sucks. So, does anybody have any feelings on where we're going with, with Alucard or, and or season 4 based on how this ended up? Trio reunion! It depends like on it has if to season 4 is the last season or not. I mean, I think every season has been written so far with the idea that it could be the last season. But, to be fair, mm-hmm. they also have in the works something called the bootleg multiverse where they're going to cross over like a bunch of different franchises like devil may cry assassin's creed uh i forget the other two but they're like these people are doing things like they're still like they have been they've 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 succeeded they've been people they're i think they're going to keep making castlevania i hope so because i I need happy alucard that's all i want Oh, well, we're never going to get happy Alucard. You should. When he reunites with Sypha and Trevor, we will have happy restored Alucard. I hope so. They're going to just show up and see the corpses outside and be like, um... He needs us. Let's go in immediately. We've been gone too uh, long. Sorry. Bootleg Multiverse includes Castlevania, Hyperlight Drifter, Assassin's Creed, and Devil May Cry. The four most weird, like, what the fuck does that even have to do with anything series? Yeah, that, that that is a bold cinematic universe you're you're planning there, uh, but um, yeah, I was what was I gonna say? Oh, well, in terms of anim- animated season finales, I, Castlevania has some of the bleakest shit we've, yeah. <laughs> we've seen. It always uh, on I, a the only hanger, like the a really only other person. show I think uh, that's coming to my mind is like BoJack Horseman in terms, but yes. even then, like they do episode eleven really bleak, and then they do the next episode is sort of on the upswing. Whereas this, like two season finales in a row, where it just ends up like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I mean, yeah. it's in that sense, it's good, but it feels like a cliffhanger every time. So I'm like, are they gonna end this, or are they just well, gonna uh, keep going with cliffhangers? And, like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it just, like, kind of fits the to- the overall tone of the show, where it's like, yeah, humanity sucks, gotta live on with your life. <laughs> like, yeah. like also, Trevor, I, th- I think the final thing that Trevor says in this show is when he's turning to Sypha, it's like, well, now you gotta look at what my life is usually like. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, this is just the way it is. Yeah. Shit sucks all the time. <laughs> I just... Yeah. I, I do like this, like, it kind of was this payoff where Sypha's, like, really happy-go-lucky all season. Like, she's not dumb, but she's definitely, like, she's enjoying being this person that goes around helping people and killing monsters. And yeah, we get right. to the end where it's like, hey, it's really not that fun, Sypha. And it's like, I think it hits right. I think of all the things that, like, has a season-long arc, I think that one hits really well. Yeah, yeah, um... 
I'm I'm definitely gonna miss seeing Cypher have fun, Trevor be be snarky, and Alucard be angsty and sad. But we are we gonna we'll have, have to, to wait another two years? Oh, yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Well, you see how long back the show takes and... to animate? Like it must yeah. take forever. Yeah, it was done. I mean, uh, we talked about the shots already, but yeah, but... It, it was worth the wait. Uh, I'll give it that. But uh, yeah, but every it... season it looks better. There was like. This shot where, like, Sypha dodged some, like, the bone arrows, and she went behind a pillar, and she, like, looked at the two arrows, and then one came right to the side of her head, and she looked at it, and, like, her hair moved. Like, the animation is just so incredible. Like, you could see the audible, like, you could see the shock on her face. It's, like, the, just from her face, you can tell, like, it's, there's not time for me to be scared about this. I need to go. Like, it's so well animated. It's so, they really know how to sh- tell, like, emotions and feelings with animation. And just and you can feel so much from the characters in like split second moments, and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we begin signing off, um, we mentioned at the beginning that maybe some of us underplay the humor of this show. So I, yes. I, while we did serious this serious discussion, what what would you say were you guys' funniest moments of the season? Because I think there are a couple of candidates here. Um, let's let's go to Michelle first. Do you have a, a funny moment that stood out to you? Well, I mean. It's like the easiest one to go to, but the toilet paper is so iconic. Like, and the fact that the judge gets it of all people in his delivery is just so perfect. Toilet paper. (laughs) So confused, you you ignorant racist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we know he's racist? (laughs) No. Who knows? (laughs) He's involved he's with very, the church somehow. Yeah, no, he's he's very discriminatory against children. We know that much. At least. I feel like the humor in Castlevania is very disarming, but that's like the whole pleasure of it. You never know when a zinger is going to happen, but boy, does it deliver when it does happen. Oh, like yeah. even when it's not a rude line, like with Sypho yeah. teasing Trevor, even that is funny. Oh yeah, yeah. like I, when yeah. they're when she's like, "You look at me. You if you don't look at me, you won't crack," uh, or whatever yeah. the line was. Oh yeah, and she's like so happy. But then he just, like, looks at her, and, like, it's funny just because it's true. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> this is their real relationship, and she understands it. And it's really cute and funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maddie, do you have a funny story? Um, definitely the Alucard thing from the episode one. Like, there's some crazy Damn funny Damn you stuff. took mine. <laughs> I know, I But, like, the scene where he's just, like, talking for the dolls, and then you, and, like, my favorite part of the shot is when he goes back to him, and he's like, oh, my God. I'm going crazy. Like the, the the line read for "Oh my God" is just so good. It makes me crack oh up. My God, I've lost my mind. Yeah, it's so, it's so blasé about it is what makes it perfect. He's like, uh, oh, I, I guess I'm crazy. I, I love his interpretation of Cypher. Is like, I know big words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smarter than all of you. I know big words because I know everything about the universe. <laughs> and his fucking thing with Trevor is so like savage. It's like I'm gonna have sex with like a dead dog or something. Because <laughs> yeah. I can. It's just that so on point. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Uh also if it, if you can seek out on Twitter that they put out that the original scene was actually just <laughs> vegetables. Radishes but, or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I that would have been so much even sadder. Yeah, I think they yeah. made it. I think it made it dolls so that Taka and Sumi would see them and be like, "What the fuck are these?" Yeah, I guess. But, uh, I think I think it makes more the, sense. The pri- was was his name Pryor, the crazy guy? Uh, uh, Sala, Sala. He, Sala. Yeah. Sala, right? He had I, I forgot what it was. He was explaining like Evangelianism or whatever, saying like God, if God 
is perfect, then he created everything, then he created hell. And he's like, don't you see how it makes terrible sense? <laughs> that was definitely, like, the best, because it was oh, meta as fuck about religion. Oh. Also the line where Trevor's looking in the puddle, and he's just like... Oh, yeah. It. It's just like, you have this, like, minute-long build-up of Trevor <laughs> walking through, like, a woods alone, and then it's just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. So... I think that that about does it for our Castlevania coverage. Um, any final thoughts before we begin signing off, Michelle? I really like this show. This is a very fun show, and I feel like that's honestly why I stick around for it. Hmm. It's, it's fun! It's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's as good a reason as any to stick around for a show. It's yeah. better than hate watching. Yeah, I love watch this show. It's the yes. highest compliment <laughs> I could give. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Allie. Uh, same sentiment, really. I, I, I'd love that it's terrible, but I want uh, Lucard to be happy. This just made me so yeah. sad. I'm still really conflicted about episode nine, probably partly because I watched it for the first time today and twice in a row. Well, not in a row, but like yeah, we, we warned time. you to have at least a day to, to digest. It, we told but... you this. I think we really told you this. <laughs> I thought you were just talking about episode seven, so I was like, no, okay, we meant all of the season. Fuck, I just I thought you meant episode seven, so I was like, okay, I'll watch that and go to bed. And then I made <laughs> oh. the mistake of doing that. But I I like it. I want season four, and I'm willing to wait for it because I'm the animation will definitely be even better. And you can kill me if it isn't for saying that. Okay, okay. Don't actually uh, kill me, though. You could, like, I don't know, send me hate mail. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't uh, send no, no. Allie hate mail. I'll come <laughs> after uh, you if you uh, do. I, I, I'll take the hate mail. That's fine. Uh, Maddie, <laughs> any final thoughts? Um, I'll just say that we didn't... I don't think we specifically commented that... Like, we talked about how cool everyone was, but I'll just say that the, like, fight choreography is really good, and yes. I think that this is... um. Fight choreography that is both interesting and, like, you're not sure who's going to win is very difficult. And, like, every single fight scene is different. There's always something new. There's always something novel in every mm-hmm. single fight scene in this show. Like, even just the the back alley fight between Trevor and those two guys. Like, he shoves someone in a barrel and breaks their leg. And, like, oh that's God, that was so uncomfortable. <laughs> How does he tear the people apart with his bare hands? Like, he fucks up, like, a wolf-looking person at one point. I'm like, how are you doing this but just your hands? I like how Saifa even mentioned, like, he saw someone trying to kick a cat, and then he broke three of their oh limbs. My God, that, that was, was so wonderful. Good. Cat solidarity in the show, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. But my point uh, of course, is Trevor's that, a cat person. Yeah, my point is they have some crazy people with fights, like, they just come up with something new and cool every single fight. Even if it's as simple as, like, one of the zombie slaves, like, throwing their own arm at somebody. Like, it's just little things that make, that you just go, whoa, that was really cool. It made no sense, but I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, my, my final thoughts. Think about all the stuff that we've covered here in this hour and change. We've talked about re- how religions deal with hell. We've talked about th- the mixture of 3D CGI and uh, 2D fight choreography and miniature models. We've talked about ass and lesbians. Um, so th- this show has a lot going on. It has and, so much oh, to offer. Oh, all the while being funny and also just like entertaining overall while still dealing with some heavy topics on the state of our race. So, you know, Castlevania, good show. (laughs) 
Um, and uh, definitely worth your time. I mean, obviously, if you listen this long, you've probably already watched it. But like Castlevania, I I, I think is a show that needs more credit than than it gets in terms of mm-hmm. like how ambitious it's being. Um, and finally, um, in our previous two Castlevania podcasts, we dedicated a lot of time debating whether or not vamp ha- the mechanics. Oh my of god, how I vampires knew you were so uh, I just want to end by saying we have confirmed in show that Alucard fucks, so we don't need to talk about that anymore. And we so just does. know that he fucks. But no, what's the name? problem is that we don't know if he can come. Like that's the actual mystery. Uh, right, right. Well, that's that's true. We we never we don't see the ejaculation happening, so we can't know if it's blood. Or is it come? He like, is what, half what is human, it? so for him it could probably work, but not. Other, like, Do you think it'd be like and... a like bloody cum? Like would it be a mystery? Oh my god! Oh shit! Oh, oh my god! Why are we well, look, I, I mean, mean if you enjoyed the a la carte sets, you gotta get into the nitty gritty. Let's think about this. Dracula oh my God. produced <laughs> him. Dracula produced yeah. a la carte, so, like, there's gotta right. be some kind of vampire yeah. semen situation by default. <laughs> blood semen, like blood but, orphans. But also, Dracula has magic, so do we know that he was procreated by natural means? But a la carte can do magic too i just want to say maddie's when you point out for me that alucard is the word dracula yeah, spelled backwards that is shit. <laughs> i didn't know i've either. ever heard and i was so mad about it but <laughs> like, i'm mad about it now i didn't realize that the stupidest Stupid. thing but apparently that's just how it was in the original video game no, so no, yeah, what can it's you like it's fine or 90s oh, or whatever god. alucard yeah. oh my god don't you get it Oh, that's God. really stupid, and I it love is it. Stupid, <laughs> like what? What like fail parent creativity that was for Dracula? <laughs> like, what can I name him? Uh, I got it. I got it. Alucard. But I mean, they named him Adrian Tempest. To be fair, but then everyone just calls him Alucard. It's like why? Because he's the anti-Dracula. Duh. Yeah, he's gone. It's true. He is the anti-Dracula. It, Alucard is better than the Alucard. Yeah. Yes, true. <laughs> Slightly yeah. better. So yeah, if you enjoyed me bringing up the image of Alucard's penis, then you probably enjoyed I mean, the and podcast. bleeding semen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like ble- 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 bleeding semen. Um, f- find our previous Castlevania podcast for more discussion on that. Oh my God, that um, has to can... be a kink. And I'm thinking about it. <laughs> the whips and the chains and the dungeons and the nudity. You think Trevor uses that whip during sets? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> What the fuck kind of sex is he having? Well, like restraining, just for fun, mostly for show. <laughs> Anyways, if you uh, if you want to discuss the mechanics more, we have a not safe for work channel on our Discord, oh. and you can chat with us there at overtheanimated.com/slash/discord. That's the weirdest. <laughs> that's the weirdest plug ever, Alex. It's the best yeah. plug ever. It's yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, we also have a Castlevania specific channel if you want to get in there too. Um, you can support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Throw us a denarius or two there. Um, thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Kent, a.k.a. Kent Brockman. Uh, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Uh, besides Castlevania, we have also recently covered a variety of shows such as the Steven Universe. Uh, we've covered... Um, <laughs> glitch text. The juxtaposition yeah, glitch is so sorry. Well, I mean, they both have um, thoughts <laughs> yeah. about the human race and their the, the willingness to live. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we also have the discussion of how, how Steven even exists. 
Yeah, yeah. That that, that see the co- commonalities. How does Steven exist? How does Alan How does Rose fuck? We need to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're never gonna know. They both have the Both of those shows have lesbians. So we need to know how Steven fucks. If we need to know how Alucard oh, no, fucks. he's six oh, we wow, not yet? When he gets wow. older, the method is still not the method. The commonality is still the same. Sypha <laughs> would be really good friends with Garnet. I feel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They and see Jeff. everything. No, she'd be really good friends with Pearl. Well, that's oh, the man, obvious that's one, but like, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Would, I think Trevor would. Yeah, he would get along with Amethyst because they both have whips. Hey. <laughs> and Alucard would be with be with like Garnet, be like, hey, life sucks. <laughs> People are awful. And she's like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, when Castlevania comes back in 2022, um, or 24, my, who knows? Or 24. I'm gonna put my my dart at 2022, like July. That that that's my random. That is a crazy uh, wait. Like you're really sticking like a time down. Yeah, yeah. But uh, whenever Castlevania shows up, and we might we might also end up doing more specific discussion about something if we're if Religious. we're just bo- bored and like really want to talk about Castlevania again. That's still on the table. But in any case, whenever we're back to talk Castlevania, we hope that you'll listen again. But until then, thanks for listening to this one, and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.